previously on Live at 605. Yeah, but... What are you writing? I'm getting rid of our location name. Oh, well, you don't know where I started. No, but you're like, we went one block, and then I turned right, <laughs> and then I turned left on beep. <laughs> so, let me just make a note to get rid of one name. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. <laughs> Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 22, episode 9 of Live at 605. And a bit of an odd day that we're recording. Usually we do these like Sunday afternoons. We're now doing this one Saturday evening. Yeah. I, I think we're both <laughs> exhausted. a little exhausted, burnt out. We just saw a big ass spider in the 605 <laughs> studios, which. Uh, Terrifying. I, I was just reminiscing about the old days of when you weren't afraid of spiders and I was afraid of spiders and you would. <laughs> get rid of them but i think there was that one spider on our ceiling oh that totally made, screwed me over made a jump for and then since then you've just never wanted nope. to get spiders again right ever again i still get them the the when? regular ones that was definitely a big ass spider that's why i thought saw. it was a crawler no and the thing i hate about these spiders and crawlers is they're never just like in the middle of your floor where you can just easily scoop them up yeah they're like hiding like on the top of your ceiling or in the corner <laughs> crevice of your basement <laughs> floor Floorboards. floorboard so it's just like so difficult to get to but <laughs> we've been recording down here for two and a half years and i think that's the first one you've seen while recording totally. so that's a good sign that right? is a good sign but i was gonna say i think we're recording today because it's just been such a busy week overall. Yeah. Um, we do have plans for tomorrow. So we were like, okay, we're not out today. So let's just bang one out this evening and then um, put up our Christmas tree. Yeah, exactly. I think we got to dedicate a lot of time tomorrow. We're going to get the base of it up today. And then totally. Uh, I forgot to His tell His name you. is Fredericton for Fred- those one. <laughs> He's been around for quite some time yeah. too. I forgot to tell you the other day I was, I was on uh, Podomatic, which is what hosts our actual podcast. And I was mm-hmm. trying to check out uh, just overall numbers. Yeah. And you want to know how many, roughly how many overall downloads we've had of the entire show? How many? We've had over two, over 200,000 downloads. What? Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Uh, damn it. I got to. <laughs> <I should laughs> Remember that time I got you a Rotomatic? <laughs> so we've been doing this for. <laughs> <laughs> we were, I was just telling you the other day in February is our 10 year anniversary. I think we talked about this last week. Anyways, that's yeah. what prompted me to be like, well, how many downloads have we had? And this is like as independent as it gets totally. for podcasts, right? Like uh, other than your subway ads or like the stickers you've made, we don't really promote it other than just like organic social media. Totally. And again, like, especially because d- we've taken almost a year off in between well, sometimes. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, the most downloads we've had in one year was over 40,000, which is pretty good. So, and, um, yeah, but over 200,000 downloads mm-hmm. for like something we do in our basement. That's just like, it's not like we're doing themed episodes where it's like we're doing a rewatch podcast mm-hmm. or something where people are only murder in the building. Oh, why'd you change your voice? <laughs> this is literally just a podcast about like our lives. So the fact yeah. that we've had over 200,000 downloads is pretty thank, good. Thank you to everyone who is listening. But before we get into all the information, why don't, or before we get into the episode, why don't you give out your information? Yeah, totally. If you guys want to check out some of the cool stuff we've been up to, um, for me, it's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. Oh boy. Right. And TikTok. <laughs> Twitter's still around, although Kanye West is not on there anymore. Yeah. He got the axe. He got the axe. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is not a political podcast. And unfortunately, Kanye is now politics. So yes. We can't even talk Kanye can't even West. Talk. We'll never be able to see him in concert again. <laughs> I know. And totally. he, I, we were talking today. It's one of the best. He put on, used to put on some of the best concerts I've ever been to. Totally. But you can give me a follow on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And then um, Live at 605. Search us on Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. TikTok, Facebook. You'll find us there. All the mm-hmm. best shit is on Instagram, though. <laughs> and uh, yeah. That's, yeah. Do you want to jump into it? Yeah, so it sucks because usually, like, sometimes we don't find out a name of a podcast till like, we're halfway through the episode. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is a good name. <laughs> Unfortunately, tonight, today, we have two amazing names. Options. We should just say, and they're built-in stories. Should we just say what the names are, and then we'll get into those stories after as a teaser? But it would already be named by the time this goes out. I know, but that's what we don't know which one it is yet. 
Oh, that's true. Okay. Like we're, so anyways, we have two <laughs> options today. The yeah. first option. I was so meta. <laughs> I'm like the viewer or the listeners will already know. I know, but we're debating right now. So I think as yeah. we talk, we'll figure it out throughout okay. this episode. But the first name of this episode might be called, Are We Snobs? <laughs> and then the second epi- second option for this episode title could be the Peterborough 7. <laughs> so should we just jump right into it? Totally. So if we're going to jump right right into it, let's get into our sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So the sponsorship is what our episode could be called. So I think this is the only challenge with this one is you didn't actually hear this happen. Only I did. I heard something different. Yeah, you heard something different. So just to contextualize and for those listeners who have gone on the journey for us while we've been in a pandemic, John and I are accustomed to taking our, like what we affectionately call our seniors walk. Yeah. Um, Like in our neighborhood, we do it like three times a day. We've been doing it three times a day for three years. Three years. So you know what? We are the regulars. Yeah, we know a lot of the, the regulars as well that walk past totally. us. And the crazy part is even our neighbors know that we do this walk. Our neighbors want to join us yeah. on our walks, they've told. We know certain people are like, okay, that guy says hi, hi. Yeah. That person comments about our umbrellas. That yeah. person ignores us. That person is like, we just know yeah. everyone's. Uh, we know there's a jinxie cat. Yes. And that's after right. two and a half years, we finally pet it. Yeah. We've had it twice now. <laughs> um, And so this is the thing. We see the same usual suspects when we go around. So we're walking down our regular street. Um, We make a left. We go mm. down another street. Mm. We make another left. There is a house that was like fully, you know, broken down to the studs to rebuild and remodel back up. And then there's the bookended neighbors that we've never seen outside, right? Like these people have never come out. So all of a sudden, John and I wrap the corner where the house is being remodeled and it's like kind of sunny. We have our like fall jackets on. We have like our hats on, our sunnies on. We're like in full conversation, John and I. Yeah. And all I hear is, you better do a sound effect. I have one ready. Ready? Yeah. All I hear is, snobs (laughs) and i was like my only reaction was to turn to the woman who yelled that and start laughing because i didn't i was so mortified and confused and then i was like oh my god john like you just kept talking well hold up so that that's what you heard that yeah what did you hear we wrapped the corner we crossed the street to do a sound effect for what you have one i don't know with you now i have headphones again (laughs) we wrapped the corner we crossed the street you see a woman see a woman and all i hear is stop (laughs) that's not good no, I, I, I crickets because I'm like, I didn't know what she, I thought she said stop. Okay. And then we both turn and look and I'm confused and you're kind of laughing and she's kind of laughing as well. And then yeah. I'm like, okay, she said stop. We stopped, looked, mm-hmm. and then she didn't do anything. So we kept, that's what I heard. But then as we discussed it, you are correct that she did in fact say snobs. <laughs> so, okay. I was like mortified. So for the rest of our seniors walk, which was like 20 more minutes, I'm yeah. like, we had to break it down. We had to break it down. I'm like, does she know us? Yeah. Does she follow us? Mm-hmm. Does she potentially listen to the podcast? <laughs> does she hear our conversations? Why are you talking like, <laughs> you know, you're, you're talking like Mike in Jersey yeah. Shore. It was like, did she, did you talk to girls? Were Mike and Polly talking to girl? Were <laughs> yeah. you went to the restaurant? Did you get a salad? Yeah. Was the waitress a girl? Yeah. Did she bring you a salad? <laughs> um, so that was the thing That's of a like deep cut. super deep cut. Um, but I was like mortified. So I was like re like kind of rerunning the entire day in my head. I'm like, did we ever see this person? Did did I do something to potentially like criticize her windows? And then like one of the things that John and I do, because as not so new anymore, but like as new homeowners we start paying attention to obviously other people's homes and what i love about living in toronto is you know it's not a cookie cutter neighborhood every house looks different the setups are different so you know john and i have openly analyzed where the doorbells are what color are windows light fixtures light fixtures your interior light fixtures if you had a car outside your driveway, we were analyzing it all last month, right? And so I'm like, maybe she heard us say we didn't like the placement of her doorbell. But wasn't that the one of the brand new houses yeah, that probably. we liked? 
I don't know. So but, either way, though, I was also running what it what else had happened to us during the week. So I also thought, you know, I, I you know, told some construction workers to move their things. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, she was, wasn't like, I asked a, you to move the car because construction dust was getting on our new car. Right. Right. And then I, we, we often like say, like, if we were in the what is it the griswold's christmas movie you are now like but the neighbors christmas vacation. christmas vacation you now like empathize with the neighbors well you know yeah so <laughs> what i was saying is when you watch christmas vacation as a kid or in your early 20s whatever it is it's like yeah the griswolds are the best and it's like <laughs> the neighbors elaine and that guy yeah are like hipster doofuses who are like complaining about the lights and the kids and yeah. this and that i'm like oh they're the worst but as we get older <laughs> And there's like kids running on our lawn or dust getting on our car. It's like, oh, I, I, I agree. I'm more like Elaine from Christmas Vacation, where it's just like, get off my get lawn. Get off my lawn. Like I've never related to, to a character more than that. But what I was going to say is how you said we, we talk about um, lights and doorbells. That is correct. But we do it just amongst ourselves. It's not like there are certain snobs who we all know these people where you could be at a party and someone mm-hmm. comes up to you like, Oh, is that your, are those your shoes? Those yeah. are disgusting. Like those are, yeah. we're not those people. We're very uh, nice and compliment, we compliment people. Yeah. It's like but, that time that person, when they first came to our house, told me that uh, they didn't like the house we bought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We've had, I was like, oh, thanks. Oh, well, it's like the time we had a party and someone literally got off a flight, came into our house. I'm like, who are you? And they're like, this music sucks. Your apartment <laughs> like, sucks. Who are you? Yeah. It's, it's like, like, are you the, I'm, I'm like, I'm DJ, DJ. And she's like, yeah, your music style stinks. What are you doing? It's like that other time that person came to our apartment and we're like, this is the furniture we have in our cottage we got rid of. <laughs> well, the good news is all those people we don't actually talk to anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but those, so maybe they were snobs. Those are snobs. What I'm saying is, you have the right uh, in the privacy of your own home or the privacy of you walking down the of street. Your own seniors walk. Yeah, to like talk about what you do and don't like. Now, if we went up to someone and said, "Oh man, I got to tell you, your doorbell placement sucks," <laughs> yeah. then we're snobs. But we're not doing that. We're so we're. What I would say is we're not snobs, but we do talk shit. <laughs> there's, a, there's a difference. We also think that that person clearly thought we well, were a different couple walking down the street. I think so. I think and what, that she may have sassed us because we didn't say hi, right? That's what you yeah, thought? Yeah, I think what we what happened is as we turned the corner, she saw us and we both had hats on and our big jackets. Mm-hmm. She probably thought we were two other people who crossed the street when we saw her. Mm-hmm. and Because it wasn't like she yelled, snobs. It was snobs, right? It was kind of more... No, it was like snobs. Yeah, but she wasn't like angry. I don't know. It wasn't because then, (laughs) because again, we looked and she was kind of smiling. Yeah, but it was only because I was so awkward and I also started. I know. And then so I think most likely she thought we were two other people who weren't stopping to say hi. Okay. And then when we turned and she was kind of like, oh, like probably a nervous, like, sorry. Yeah, but you're not seeing what happened after. After, you know, we started self-spiraling because of the snobs dialogue, we go back into like our cul-de-sac area and we see like a oh mattress moving. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck yeah, is we happening? We don't see it. We just see this giant <laughs> mattress. mattress moving down the sidewalk. And we're like, what the fuck is happening? And so then I was like, oh my God, our neighbor's trying to move a mattress into a van by himself. And so I was like, John, we got to go help him. And so then like, John and I literally go and help hoist this guy's mattress into yeah. like a moving van because they're moving out of the area. And so I'm like, okay, does that make us snobs? <laughs> but like, are we redeemed? Yeah. So, so are we snobs? I would I say probably know. not. Yeah. I mean, we got... 200 episodes where people could listen and tell us if we're snobs or yeah. not. I think we're just, we're looking for new ideas and, and stuff for decoration, yeah. but uh, it was definitely weird. And then the next day we went for a walk and did we not see this woman again? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's like, she's coming out all of a sudden. Maybe. She, I don't know. She didn't say anything. I, I honestly think she was embarrassed. I think she mis- mistook us for two Others. other people because yeah. we always, <laughs> maybe this makes us snobs. We always see people who kind of look like us. And we say there's the lame version of us. Yeah. So are we snobs? Probably, but. <laughs> that is our sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. I don't think we're snobs. No. But uh, so should we get into this episode? It's, yeah, uh, it's Friendsgiving 2022. Yeah. Do you want to just jump right into that and what happened yeah. and, and everything? So one of the things that I love about um, multiple groups of friends that we have, but specifically with one um, 
certain group, we've kind of come together over the last like come together. Seriously, now you're choosing to sing Beatles songs, <laughs> right? So hot uh, take: I think Earth, Wind, and Fire is better than the Beatles. Oh my god! Right? Keep going. I, I changed it. <laughs> yeah, you turn. You're like you gotta get rid of the Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, I was music. like, this is not working for me driving today. Um, we can't so anyways, all be Sergeant Pepper's. Relax. Sharks. Re- what? Relax. Um, okay, so for the last like I would say like six years, maybe six plus years, we've been doing like rotations of a friends giving with like a pocket of our friends every year after Canadian Thanksgiving, but before the American Thanksgiving. And so what I love is it's one, just like a great time to come together. It's like eight to 10 to 12 of us. Um, One of us always kind of, it's usually us or Maddie take on doing a Turkey. Yeah. And then everyone kind of brings the sides drinks and like desserts and stuff and whatnot. So after Canadian Thanksgiving this year, We kind of were like, when are we going to do this? And it wasn't working out in terms of timing. And then like, we're like, okay, when and where should we do it? And so like Maddie moved um, in the pandemic. Like, obviously we had the house and we just got the new dining chairs we spoke about. Um, But we were like, okay, we can fit like not as many people as we did last year, but we can like do like eight to 10 people. And so um, it was coming up to like U.S. Thanksgiving um in mid-november and i was like john i really want to host friendsgiving this year yeah and so then you reluctantly said yes <laughs> no so, i was down down no, for it i just yeah you're always down for it i think it's more because of the numbers because to be fair our house is not that big right so it's hard to like figure out where like we, we have to bring down a desk from our top floor as like a second table and like just it's just it's not we don't have a big house um so anyway the second part of that was we invited um, eight of our dearest friends, so 10 of us in total. And it was really sweet because like immediately everyone said yes. Unfortunately, best man of, you know, the podcast, Sean, was out of commission because he was working um, in another province. <laughs> but I felt like we repped for him properly. Felt like, we, you know, we did some good things there. <laughs> Uh, So everybody was in. And so immediately we started like putting together the menu. And so I will say out of the gate, how many turkeys have you cooked, John? Personally? Yes. Uh, Zero. Goose egg. (laughs) How many turkeys have you cooked? One. Four years ago. And did you have any assistance? No. That's right. Because I wasn't there. No. And it took me two and a half hours to work up the strength to like actually touch the damn thing. Yeah. But you also, I remember you had troubles even like getting the damn turkey uh, because you were trying to put, which, which, which store did you go to again? Row Farms. On Queen Street, Yeah. Right? To get a fresh turkey. That's why. And you couldn't find parking and it, and it was raining from what I remember. Totally. And it was like, okay, so the first time I bought a turkey, and I know we have a podcast about this too, is I bought a 22 pound turkey to cook in our apartment for like 18 of our friends. Cause we had an, like abnormally large, like apartment yeah. at that time. And so it was like, okay. It's funny. We have a way bigger house obviously than the apartment, but yeah. it's just, we have a narrow house. Yeah. Whereas our apartment was just wide. Yeah. It's like, it's really fucked up. Honestly, like even down here, we could have probably fit more people in the studio. Yeah, It's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, if we put the table this way, yeah. more oh, yeah. people would have fit. Yeah, for sure. Um, so anyway, so um, one of the crazy thing is, and I'm sure a lot of listeners are feeling this with other different other products they're trying to find, whether it's like children's medicine or like different foods. Like obviously it was like toilet paper at the beginning of the pandemic, like oh, lumber, yeah, I forgot et cetera. About that, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is like, so, like so much supply constraint around crazy. the world for different products. So funny enough. I come to like try and find a fresh turkey mm-hmm. to buy, and there are no fresh turkeys in Toronto. None. I will go one step further. There were minimal frozen turkeys in Toronto. <laughs> so I started panicking because I'm like, when the fuck am I going to get this damn turkey? How are we going to make this turkey? We have like 
condo size appliances. And I was like, if we don't find a turkey, this is cool because then maybe we just make like a chicken, chicken or something. <laughs> John's like, fucking hell, make, make sure there's no turkeys. And I'm like, don't worry, John, I'll go to every butcher and I will find a turkey. So it's like, so I'm like texting friends like, and they're like, go to that like healthy butcher, go to like Sa- uh, Sanigan's, go to like whatever. And so I'm like, okay. So I'm like fucking speed dialing all these different butchers to find a turkey. And so we also had to figure out the, um, I guess the work back schedule to like defrost a turkey. Well, so we were picking the turkey up on a Thursday and dinner was Saturday. Yeah. So again, I don't have any knowledge of turkeys. All I do remember mm-hmm. Thanksgiving this year, we were in Ottawa at my family's house. And mm-hmm. I just remember a turkey in some water defrosting <laughs> yeah. and it seemed like it had been there for a few days yeah. so i didn't know what the process was and like lest we forget we do not have a giant suburban house like this or is a giant th- suburban fridge or a giant suburban sink and so i think this is like one of those things where this turkey was gonna take over our kitchen <laughs> right essentially and so um the one crazy thing was i'm like i started studying to make this turkey more than I probably studied for my LSAT and my GMAT combined. I had reread this recipe on how to defrost and cook a turkey every night twice for like two weeks mm. living like leading up to it so we actually found the turkey um it was like a 14 pounder or something well the, the one thing you're forgetting is the day we picked up the turkey was also the day we picked up the car oh yeah and I said, I want to go to a brewery. And then that didn't happen. So we obviously went to a butcher and got a frozen turkey and threw it in the trunk. Exactly. But it was, <laughs> it was, it was funny too. Cause this was like, we literally had just got in the car like a few hours earlier. And then mm-hmm. we're like, okay, let's go to Sanigan's, which is on uh, Gerard Tried. street. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And we're in this big car. And do I not, I'm not the greatest parallel Parker. You killed it. But this time I had to parallel, parallel park. park. Yeah. Parallel park. All right. All right. <laughs> And do I not do an amazing parallel park on the first try? <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was good. But then, yeah, so we go to Sanigan's and get a turkey, which is about 14, 15 pounds. Yeah. And then <laughs> I'm holding this giant frozen turkey and we're walking down the street. And what do you say? Can I get a coffee? I'm like, sure. It sounds like I'm cradling this giant frozen turkey like a newborn baby. And it's like, they didn't even give us some bags. No, I'm literally just... Then we walked in a coffee shop. We walk into the Black Pony and like this kid's fully looking at John, like cradling this fucking turkey. And I'm like, I wanted to put it down on the counter, but I'm like, is this like a health code violation? (laughs) I got this frozen turkey in my hands. So obviously it takes forever to make my vanilla latte. John's holding the world's largest, coldest turkey. (laughs) And so then, yeah, we take it home and then I'm like, yo, what do we do with this now? And so luckily you are very... um, I don't even know game game to do anything to support the cause. So we threw the turkey in ice water, (laughs) right? In our kitchen sink. No, just cold water. Cold water. Yes. We left it in there for a little bit, but then overnight we're like, okay, let's put it in the fridge. Mm -hmm. The challenge is Mm -hmm. we have a condo sized fridge. So what was unfortunate was we put a towel underneath the turkey, but then the turkey was so fucking fat, it ended up bowing the inside of our fridge. So all the juices formed a funnel and seeped into like the vegetable crisper, which meant all our vegetables got fucked over. And then we had to like clean out our fridge. But it fit in the fridge. It fit in the fridge. It took we can the always entire make lower it. chef. Lower Chef. Lower <laughs> so, <laughs> But we made gonna, it fit. Yeah, we made it fit. Like, I will say... Like when and we, Vinny, we made it fit. Yeah. When um, we ended up having, like, Tesla and Sean live with us, it was, like, four adult roommates that, you know, all use this condo-sized fridge. So we knew a turkey would fit. We did. So we got the turkey. Again, come to Saturday, we go out, we rally in the suburbs... Yeah. Wait, are you going to say something? No, I, no, we did do that, but we take it out and again, we soak it in cold water. Yes. To really get the frost out. Totally get the frost out. And so, yeah, we go to the suburbs, right? Uh, we hang out with my mom for a few hours, drive back and we're like, game time. Mm. And like, I think this is the part where we're like, maybe we're a little tired. <laughs> maybe. Like, I think we maybe. bought two Red Bulls that day. And it was like, okay, Farrah said she was going to come over a bit earlier um, to help out. And I was like, okay, so like I made this like herb butter and like 
I did the sides. We did the mashed potatoes. It's like. Did you do the twist? Can you not? Um, I asked you to go buy bread. Okay, you're getting really sound effect happy. Yeah, but this time I'm actually like on it. But yeah. keep going. So I asked you to go get some bread. And like, you know, the funny thing is John and I can eat like a two foot long baguette by ourselves. Can we? Yes. Should yes. we? No. But for 10 friends, he got the same baguette. No, I, no, I got two baguettes. You got a, ten, you got a two footer. Yes, and a, and a half footer. And a half footer. But that's because there's a bread shortage. Shortage. There was a. I showed you the picture. You did. All there was was the long regular bread. You wanted regular bread and special bread, and I took the picture. I sent it to you. There's only there's a bread outage, and I just happened to find a little piece of special bread. You got like tiny Tim sized bread. But did we not have bread left over this week? Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I'm this person though. I was like, was this not? Cut and displayed properly. Are you kidding me? Bread doesn't have to be cut and displayed properly. It just has to be shown. If I walk into a house and see that there's bread, if it's in the cabinet, not even out for us, I'm getting to that bread. <laughs> That's the best part. Crusty of- bread is like obviously game changer. Crusty bread clutch. is life. It's super clutch on Thanksgiving. But okay, so we're 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 working ahead. So we are we- working ahead. We get this turkey. I make the herb butter. We're all ready to go. And again, it took me two and a half hours to touch the fucking turkey like three years ago. I remember calling John to be like, can you come home and help me? And you said, absolutely not. So then I'm like really surprised to see how John, like, you know, you took it like an OG, right? You got in there, right? I was like, John, what you got to do? I was like reading the instructions again. I had them memorized. I'm like, you need to go into that turkey and pull out all the shit in it. And you literally did not fucking like bat one eyelash or eyelid, whatever. One eyelash. One specific eyelash. One eyelash. You went in there and like literally in like 30 seconds or left, like de-caved that turkey, whatever the adjective is. I was elbow deep inside that turkey. Totally. And like you put it... I think they're called giblets. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a gross word, eh? Yeah. Ugh. ugh. You pulled all that out. You got all the, like, skin crispy, and then we're like, we started the process of um, roasting Ro- that turkey. Well, not even roast, but marinating it, I guess. Yeah, so you marinated, you put the bread well, on you're, you're, like, going through it. Like, I literally put my hand back in its ass <laughs> yeah. and put all, like, you, you made all the, all the good, like, you should tell people what you put in it, because they might be inspired. Like, you put inside the turkey. So you put in a lemon, mm-hmm. um, your choice of apple. I did sage, rosemary, and thyme. I think we did a jazz and, apple. Jazz apple, uh, salt and pepper. Um, and the lemon. And then in the herb butter, it was um, like obviously softened butter, uh, salt and pepper, thyme, sage, rosemary, chili pepper flakes. And I think that's it. Um, and you put that underneath the skin to keep it moist as well as on top of the skin. So yeah, you're you, basically massaging that bird for like ins- 10 minutes. Inside and out. Like I did put my hands inside its skin and inside mm-hmm. its butt and all this kind of stuff. But it was... It was looking good. Like you are the queen of marinades. Like you know how to marinate anything to perfection. So I was super excited for that. So the one thing, and this goes back to, are we snobs? Mm. So um, we have the turkey in the oven and it's like four o'clock, mm-hmm. right? Our friend Ferris is coming over to like help set up at five o'clock. Yes. Our friends are due to come over at seven o'clock. And yes. so unfortunately... Um, there was some construction going on outside mm-hmm. our area. And so I'm always concerned about two things when we host. What's that? One, is the food going to be hot? Because I <laughs> only like hot food, right? And two, I don't want the house to be hot because I hate feeling like I'm sweating. So I'm like, okay, I can control one of two things right now. The turkey's in the oven. It's roasting. My biggest strength is not to keep opening and closing the door, mm-hmm. right? And then I want to make sure it's not overcooked. And then I was like, is the hot, or is the house too hot? So like, let's open the window, but we can't open the window. Not the front window. The front window in our kitchen, because there's somebody doing full blown construction. Saturday evening. Saturday evening construction, unbeknownst to us, Mm. outside our fucking window. Mm -mm -mm. And so I'm like, excuse me. So I go over and I ask the neighbor, I'm like, Mm. hey, we're having friends over. Mm -hmm. Can you please... um, like, how long is this going to be, mm-hmm. right? It's also, like, kind of, like, weird because I'm, like, 
they have their entire side of the house mm. and nothing was on that side. Mm. So they're like, oh, don't worry. It'll be like, you know, like they're half wrapping hour. up. Yeah, the half an hour they're wrapping up now. Fast forward three and a half hours later, mm. they're still going. So then I go outside and tell the construction worker mm -hmm. to be like, hey, are you going to clean up? Because there's like wood beams in our sawdust. garden, like sawdust everywhere. It's also like pitch black yeah. at this point too, because it's the winter. And so I just didn't want like our friends like tripping over like debris yeah. outside our house. And moreover, I wanted to open the windows to like air, air out. out the kitchen. Um, and I didn't want sawdust flying in. So, you know, maybe that makes me a snob, but you know, just trying to, no. just trying to take care of things. But, um, anyway, so the turkey's going, Ferris comes over, she's brought over like a butternut squash, mac and cheese, right? Tesla comes over, made amazing brownies and cookies. Ferris did cupcakes. It was Bryson's birthday. Maddie came over, made a broccoli salad. Um, we brought over a bunch of drinks. Dan and Carson came over. They brought like dessert and drinks. And so, it, and Cam is obviously came over after. Sorry, Cam, Cameroonie. Um, so, uh, so I think one of the things I love is I love having a full house. I love when you make a new playlist, mm. right? I love, and I always get anxious. I was like, John, put on the playlist. I know, but the, again, you're the master in the kitchen. Let me do the music. That's that's my food to me. It's yeah. like how you can't have cold food. I can't have whack tracks. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you also can't blow your load too early and play hot tracks before it's full house. Yeah, so. but I don't want to have like slow jams. Yeah, there was a couple slow jams. But again, weren't people like singing and dancing along throughout most of the night? They were. So. My favorite is still like there's moments where I see like people like, yeah. like dancing along. But I love like at one point it was St. Lucia was playing and Cam like leaned over and he was like, oh, the bass on this song who is this and it was yeah. like saint lucia right uh fan favorite of the podcast 100%. and so um one of our other favorite things outside of dinner which i will grade as like mm, seven and a half on the things i cooked i felt like the sides were better than the turkey yeah, but your turkey was not only was it delicious and we'll post a picture it was it looked amazing like golden brown everything i thought it was fantastic would i what i would give dinner probably an 8.3 i think it was mm -hmm. great but again this is only your second turkey and your mm -hmm. second turkey in four years it's like you know people some people make two turkeys a year like thanksgiving and christmas so totally i also think and this is the part i need to get i need to figure out is like because i like food that's hot i want to serve the turkey and cut it and like have it be on the table ready to go and have it be hot but you gotta remember turkeys have to sit for a bit yeah, so it sat for like 25 minutes. Yeah. Right? And so I think like all the sides were hot, but I felt like by the time we served the turkey, the turkey was cold again. Cold turkey. Which cold. I hate. It wasn't cold. It was perfect. It was perfect. You made great turkey. The potatoes were the bomb yeah. that you made. The bread was fantastic. The beans. The beans were really the pancetta. good. Yeah. Um, so no, dinner was really great. And I always just love having like a full house, full table. Like, if we ever, if and when we ever move to a new house, like, like getting a full size dining room kitchen is like my goal and like adult size appliances for yeah, cooking. I think we can make that happen, Captain. Thank you. But then what else did we do that night? After a fantastic dinner that you and everyone else contributed mm -hmm. to, we kind of moved over to the living room, which is also mm -hmm. our, our kitchen and TV room, family <laughs> yeah. room. But And we played some more music and decided to play some different like games, which yeah. is, I think, did you ever think you would be like a games person? No, but again, like these are not like Wizards of Waverly games, like, or like, like, um, what are they? What are those things? Like uh, Dungeons Dun and Dragons yeah. or something like that? It's not those types of games. They're more no, like, more like adult games. Adult drinking games kind yeah. of thing. So but it's just more like, you know, just funny phrases or, or one of them's catchphrase, which you're trying to get people to guess the mm -hmm. word or red, one, flags. red flags, which was the one we were playing for a couple hours. Um, and then we all, we also had like blank slate, which was great. I think what I love about it is if you get the right group of people and this group of friends are the right group of friends to play, it yeah. is hilarious because nobody has any tact when they play right. and it's like everyone is full game yeah. right which was awesome um and so like i wasn't i was hanging with carson we were um like rallying upstairs for a bit and so like i could hear you guys all laughing i'm like oh i wonder what game you're all playing right and so then we come down and it's like you're doing a round of red flags and mm. we had never played red flags with that many people yet mm -hmm. yeah so what's the premise of red flags uh, uh from what i remember is let's say one person 
there, there's five people and one person you're trying to be like, you're trying to get them to choose your person as like the ultimate partner or something. Mm-hmm. So you get like six white cards and like three red cards and you have to play two white cards, which are like really good qualities of the person. Yeah. And then you get to play one red card to make someone else's person look bad. And ultimately the person gets to choose, Oh, I want Val's person to be my partner or whatever. I'm doing a bad job of explaining it, but you're trying to get someone to pick your person as the partner. And they're all like joke qualities. Mm -hmm. Like one could be, uh, your person is a movie star and they know they're going to, and they cured cancer. Mm-hmm. But then someone could put a red card down and say, but their breath smells like ass. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, this person cured cancer, but their breath smells like ass. I'm not going to choose yeah. them. Like, that's basically the premise. So I never understand instructions. So the no, first you, time I came yeah, down, you, I was playing incorrectly, incorrectly again. Exactly. So then I finally understood the instructions about two rounds in again. And then we're going around. And like, I missed a lot of it. There was a lot of talk of the WAP when I came downstairs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, it's, it's, uh, I guess, well, no, it's not really for kids. It's definitely 18 plus. And yeah. so was, uh, as you do with friends, you just make up funny scenarios. Yeah. And yeah, there's there was a, there was a lot of WAP talk, WAP talk, a lot of foot fetishes. <laughs> WAP talk could be another great episode <laughs> yeah. name. Damn it. Um, and so then I'm trying to think what other things I came down and heard. I was like, what the hell was, is happening? Well, there's a lot of like Henry Cavill talk. Yeah. But so anyways, I think it was like the second round and you happened to drop the line of the entire (laughs) year. So I don't think I did. I was genuinely trying to create contrast. But that's why it's the line of the year. It wasn't like you're like, oh, shit, this is going to be funny. My turn, my turn, my turn. Say it like you you just improv that shit. Basically, it was Carson who was up and we were all trying to like find him the perfect match and like. Ferris was beside me, I think. So I was playing off Ferris. She was beside you and beside herself when you said this <laughs> yeah. line. So my red flag card was something to the extent of like, oh, your partner's friends are all equally hot, mm. right? <laughs> or something like that. So I started with like, as all of us are friends. Yeah. And there was kind of, I remember people being like, oh, I, I'm a New York four, but like yeah. an Alabama 10 you know or something. what's funny about that thing is I never really understand what that means. I if guess it, it's like in New York because everyone's hot or like But if LA. you're if you're in New York four, does that mean you're good looking or bad looking? It's like you're not as good look like you're good looking, but, but you're not as good looking as like a New York ten. No, I like get like a model. I get I get that, but a New York four is good because compared to like again, no, no, no. like an Alabama like, ten is like Yeah. If you're like an Alabama get. ten, you're probably like a New York seven. <laughs> Anyways, which we're not the, here to offend the, anybody. Which is the scale I chose of choice. You're, you're, we're about to offend one little region <laughs> yeah, in um, 100%. Alabama Ontario. hates me. So well, um, anyways. Anyway, so we love everybody. We it's love just, everybody. I was just trying to play up my red flag card. To be fair, I was also just saying what the kids say. I um, understand. So sitting amongst nine of your closest friends, the card I was playing <laughs> said... Um, your partner's great because all of their friends are equally hot. So I was came out and I said, hey, Carson, this person sounds cool, but my guy's even better because all of his friends are really hot, unlike us who are like a Peterborough 7. And then everyone just dies laughing because somehow you pulled out. I said it way more comedically. No, of course. You, but the fact that you pulled out that phrase of yeah. you're a blank five. Yeah. And you pulled out. A spe- Again, Peterborough is a funny word yeah. because it's like such a weird word. Yeah. I was like, I, we're like a Toronto five. And yeah, like, but that's something. not funny. But specific, specific, specifics are funny. And you said Peterborough seven. Yeah. And we didn't play the game for another half an hour, I don't think, because we just kept laughing and joking about that. And you honestly, that was the line of the entire year. There's the two best lines of the entire year come from you and your, your mom. And so it must be in your genes. But that was like. Again, it's one of those things where you kind of had to be there. Sorry, Sean. Oh, no. <laughs> but it, it, like retelling it, it's obviously funny, but it's funnier in yeah. the moment because you're in the moment. But it was like, ultimately, the, the mm-hmm. best line I had heard all year was just the, your delivery, your commitment, everything <laughs> was just hilarious. It was also genuine innocence. I didn't know what you guys and were that's doing. That's why it's yeah. also funny. Yeah, it's, like, it's not like you're trying to be offensive or mean. Yeah. <laughs> but then we're all just like, oh, I guess we're sevens to your mind. But <laughs> yeah. so that's pretty good. I was like, I swear you're all hot to me. Right? <laughs> um, the other thing I will say is Ferris made a, a new drink called the Frisky Whiskey, mm. um, which was delicious. It uh, was very good. Yeah, we have all the cranberries in our freezer. So. I know, we still have them. Yeah. I was Ferris, like, you're getting them back on my birthday. 
um, <laughs> which is coming up yeah in a couple days so yeah. i would say it's like you know it was fun i think we rallied till about 2 a.m that night oh yeah yeah and the the one thing i love about um you and i is we literally cleaned the entire house that night only, I think we went to bed at four. Probably, but it's only because we've had so many parties over the year. Mm-hmm. And if you, even if you put all the garbage in a garbage bag, mm-hmm. like the next day things just smell. So what we did was we got rid of all the garbage, mm-hmm. did all the dishes, did the dishwasher, mm-hmm. sp- cleaned everything, wiped it down and mm-hmm. sprayed for breeze. And then we made, we almost even vacuumed, but, mm-hmm. and then you wake up and it doesn't smell like shit the next morning no but i think one of the things that i think you were a complete trooper much like getting the spider was um at 3 30 in the morning and you were taking garbage out to the garbage shed where in the previous episode did we not see the world's fattest fucking raccoon literally nuzzle his fucking body underneath Mm. the hole to get in there so i was like mortified for you to go in there i went there like three times as well yeah it was pretty pretty nasty but overall very fun night, fantastic dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, ten out of ten for me. Thank you. So we definitely have some pictures. Check them out. Yeah. Uh, so why don't we get a couple more things we can quickly talk about because we're getting close to that time. But mm-hmm. we've now had uh, Sullivan, aka Sully, for just over a week. Mm-hmm. I think last week we talked. You kind of the first Real experience. Sad. First experience. Kill someone. No, you did not do it. Your first experience <laughs> just wasn't the greatest. It was just. It was nighttime. It was we drove someplace we'd never been to before, and you didn't the feel as windows were freshly tinted. Yeah, you didn't feel as confident. But now we're a week later, and how you feel about Sully, our new car? So today I drove Sully on the highway. <laughs> Not only did you drive him on the highway, but you killed that shit. Yeah, I drove it in a rainstorm. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely felt better. I felt more like me, more confident. Like, I think you could tell because usually when I drive, I'm not like a lazy driver, but I'm usually a one handed driver Mm. and I like kind of sit back. Mm. Whereas when I was first driving, I was like clenched 10 and two and like sitting up straight and everything. And so diamond um, almost came out your butt. (laughs) It was as, I was as freaked out as we were in the grand Canyon driving in the night. (laughs) Um, and so this felt a lot better. It, I think to your point, the tint I got mm. it. Either calmed the fuck down, or we got used to it. One I of think the it, two. I think it like whatever merged with the windows. So yeah. Now it's it was just super dark. The newly tinted front windows, and now mm. like we were driving last night, I'm like, oh, I can see perfectly out the windows now because yeah. the guys are like, give it five six days. Yeah, so we definitely did. Um, no, so I very much enjoy driving Sully now. Yeah, you did still a great. Still getting you, used to him, but it, still good. Drove it on the highway in the rainstorm, mm-hmm. so you did great. You're still liking all the features and yeah. everything, right? Like you finally got to drive it to our Volvo playlist, which is all just Whoa, banger rap songs. Hundred percent. So yeah, I, I like that. I'm st- we're still loving him. Uh, I also like it because I feel like there's still so much to discover in it too. Is. Like, like it sounds so bizarre, but it's like even you today when you're like, I hooked the the second shelf in the trunk. And oh, I was yeah. like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Like who would have known? Like we wouldn't have known. Even you're like, open the trunk. I'm like, I don't even know where that button is. I yeah. felt like I was in that fucking Toyota Prius. Oh, Again, I didn't know where the buttons were. Yeah. Um, we still don't know how to make phone calls on the car. Well, we did it today though, but you did it through my phone. No, I did it through the speakers on the other car. No, but like to type in the f- phone. Huh? Ah, I don't know what you're saying. To me. But the, <laughs> anyways, I still love the car. You're coming around to them, which mm-hmm. is good. But uh, so I think we're almost done. But there's one thing I wanted to kind of talk about to kind of set us up. So we got after this episode, I think three more episodes left this mm-hmm. season. We're going to end the season with the best of 2022, which will be our countdown of our favorite albums, songs, mm-hmm. TV shows and concerts of the year. Mm-hmm. But this is also super exciting because this past week on Instagram, all I saw people posting was their Spotify and Apple Music like uh, total plays of the year, mm-hmm. and I've never actually done it before. But it's so I, I like seeing what people's like top albums or top songs are, and so we both have an Apple Music subscription, which I absolutely love. And mm-hmm. the one thing, one of the things I love most about Apple Music, I don't know if Spotify does it, it might, but I don't think it does is Apple Music has the option of you being able to see the, the lyrics mm-hmm. as you're listening to songs. And it's not just like they're there and you have to scroll up. Like the lyrics move with the song. Mm-hmm. And I love being able to like read along as I'm listening to music mm-hmm. and, and everything. So um, this year we, 
uh, one night after I was like, oh yeah, I see everyone's posting their Spotify and Apple Music plays of the year. I'm like, let's check out, check out ours because I'm real curious to see what were the top songs <laughs> and albums that we actually listened to. They might not be our favorites because as I get ready for a best of list, some of the things that were in my top five, I'm like, this isn't even in my top 10 of best songs. Totally. But it's like, oh, this is what I actually listened to the most for whatever reason. Maybe it's through playlists or what, but did you want to just kind of go through a little bit of what our most listened to music was this year. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, let's start here. Uh, and I'm a little disappointed in you. So I think the first one is, is it top songs? Yes. So uh, anyone who knows us, especially <laughs> this year, knows that uh, the band we hype the most is a band called Wallows. Wallows. <laughs> and when the first thing I did was my most played song this year was a Wallows song yeah. <laughs> called At the End of the Day. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, that makes sense. It's actually one of my favorite songs. It will be in probably my top five songs yeah. of the year. And I'll just quickly go over my top five if you want. Yeah, yeah. And so my number two most played song this year was, excuse me, uh, Be Sweet by Japanese Breakfast. Great song. Which is from last year and made our list. Mm-hmm. Number three was a bit of a shocker. It's a song called Souvenir by the Flatliners. Which is I think like you a- listened to that a lot more in the summer going into the fall. Yeah, I did. Well, it's just like, it's an, it's... A rock, it's a rock and roll totally. song, and I've never heard of these guys. They're Canadian. I think they're from like Toronto. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh wow, it makes does make sense. Mm-hmm. Number four, this one makes sense. Past Life by R. Kells and oh, Cold War Kids. Yeah. I actually, I just love that song. You also just loved it because Will Forte's in the video. Yeah, but I also, <laughs> to me, again, we've talked about this at nauseum, but that, like, that's the R. Kells I want. I yeah. don't want R. Kells sounding like U2 yeah. or Bon Jovi or whoever. Like, that's R. Kells. Again, even though that sounds like an 80s song. For whatever. sure. And then my number five song was Aria by Nigo and ASAP Rocky, which Whoa. is a song I absolutely love. So no shocker that... Wallows was number one. Mm-hmm. And what number one song was your Wallows? What, what Wallows song was number one for you? Okay, so I had no Wallows. I don't even have Wallows on my top 10. You don't? <laughs> There's no Wallows in There's your top no 10? There's no Wallows. I this will, is okay. disgraceful. So one of the things that it is challenging for me for music is that when I'm working and I just have like... Yeah like a playlist playlist going in the background i tend to just put on like coffee shop music or like one of your playlists and just like have it running or like if it is a new release i very much need certain types of music of course to work to and so as you will sense from the albums i call out my types of music that i'm listening to um and or if we're listening to like on homepod Mm -hmm. right it's like i don't know which of our accounts it's pulling from I think it might be, yeah, it's tough. It might be mine, but, oh, so one thing I forgot to say, Mm. which is is a cool stat, is it said, uh, Apple Music says, I listened to 4,019 songs this year. So I so, so I beat th- you. Yeah, how many did you listen to? 5,921 wow. songs. So it is kind of crazy that out of the 4,000 individual songs, those were my top five. Yeah. So I'm, oh, you listened to 5,000, so what was your top five then? So, and again, this, this felt a little bit weird to me, but not so much some of them. Okay, so... Um, the war on drugs took two spots. Yeah, that's crazy. Number one, Red Eyes. Okay. Um, number two, which is like a song from like six years ago. Totally. But we were also getting really into the war on drugs ahead of their concert, yeah. and they did make a lot of our playlists, so that makes sense. Um, second, I need my girl by the National. Like the saddest song ever. Like, come on, what are you but doing? But I do to listen me? to a lot of the National when I work. Uh, number three, also a pandemic find. Don't delete the kisses. Wolf Ooh, Alice. Wolf Alice. Bit of a sad song. Too, Bit of a sad song. A song. Uh, number four, also a sad song. I don't live here by the war on drugs. Oh boy. <laughs> right. Um, Great song though. Number five. I don't even know if I can say it. It kind of is heartbreaking. Unconditional one. Oof. Arcade fire. Slightly canceled. Slightly the song that brought me back to music. <laughs> It's all very controversial. Well, what you didn't see is my number six song was called Praise God by Kanye West. So, uh, but that, that's a, it's an interesting top five. Yes. It, it, yeah, I, I like it. There's some, it's funny cause none of them except for, is it only the arcade fire is the only song from this year? Year? Yer, yeah. <laughs> all those other songs are from a few years ago. Well, Even I guess War no, Drug- the War and Drugs. No, that's from last year. Yeah. Well, that's not a few years ago. <laughs> Well, it's not this year. I, I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm what? saying what's this year. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so do you want to, I'd be curious to know what your top five albums of the year were. Some of these seem a bit accurate. 
Okay. So, so how many albums does it say you listened to this year? Um, Albums or artists? Hold on. You can do art. I, 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 have, I have my albums ready, so. Okay, yeah. Albums, I listened to a total of 132. Damn, I like five times you. I did uh, 539 albums. But that makes more sense, though, because you always look at new albums when they come out. That's based true. on like what is out, and I tend to do more playlists. That's true. So, yeah. Do you want to do yours or mine first? So, top albums. Um, And I actually. Why don't I, you go five through one, then? Five. That's okay. So Sharon Van Eaton. We've crickets. been going about. Shut up. No, I don't. I don't know her. Okay. So, but again, new release on Apple Music yeah. like a month ago. Oh, you like this and it's person. like, I don't love it though, but I listened to that album because of working. So I had it in the background a bunch of times. So I had 42 plays of it. Okay. I think I'm playing it right now. Oh boy. Oh, hold on. That's okay. <laughs> There. So then, that was kind of Sharon. Kind Van. of Sharon Eaton. Um, number four. four. I actually really enjoyed this album. Ryan Adams, Chris. Is that a new album? Mm -hmm. okay. So that dropped earlier in the fall. Unfortunately, we will not be seeing him at the Danforth Music Hall. The tickets were incredibly expensive. Mm. Number three, Wilco, Cruel Country. Damn, that's a, that's a new album this year. I, yeah. I think I gotta give it an, another list. I haven't mm -hmm. really given it. Its I listened dues. to it seventy nine times. Uh, another album, I would say we listened to, but it was also I heard it in a ca uh, in a coffee shop. Yeah, the artist, and I Shazam the artist, and then really? I started. We started listening to the album. Aaron Fraser introducing Aaron oh, yeah. Fraser. Yeah, I like that album. Eighty one plays. Wow, that's number three. Two. Two. And number one. Can I guess uh, what? What is it? A band? Is it a solo singer? Solo singer. Male, female. Female. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Midnight. Oh, is it? Yeah, Midnight. That's the number one album. Yeah, eighty-two wow. plays. Damn, this thing came out like a month ago. That's why. You're a Swiftie. Nothing wrong with that. I love this album. It reminds me of 1989. That's what I've been told. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty What's good. Yours? So number five, I'm a little shocked. It's Her Loss by Drake and 21 Savage, <laughs> which kind of like Taylor Swift. This came out like three weeks ago. Okay. But I like the album. It's good. I just love 21 Savage. Mm -hmm. But then like, it's kind of, it's almost embarrassing. Like I like mm -hmm. Drake, but my number four album is Honestly Nevermind by Drake. But we do have that on a lot of playlists well, too. I will say Honestly Nevermind, which a lot of people I don't think like all that much. Mm -hmm. I'll say I like Drake songs, not necessarily his albums, but yeah. I actually really like this album because it's like a fun dance album. And it's also a really good nighttime dance album. Exactly. Honestly, it'll probably be in my top 10 best albums because it is just what we like. So like what was it? Texco Green? That song? Yeah, yeah, Texco Green. I like that one. Yeah. So the Her Loss was 53 plays. Mm -hmm. Honestly, never mind 62. That's over 110 plays of Drake albums this year. <laughs> Number three, I'm surprised it didn't make your last list. Kendrick. Is no, Bronco by oh, Orville Peck. Damn. 68 plays, which makes sense because I played this album a lot this year because I, I fell in love with him through this album. Number two, this makes sense too. I also had one very specific album I listened to for work when I'm writing scripts or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So it's Local Valley by Jose Gonzalez. Yeah. Which 74 plays. And I, I like this album a, a lot, mm -hmm. but it's like a perfect work album for me. Mm -hmm. Number one. Oh, wow. That was seven. Oh, wait. I just realized Jose Gonzalez is tied with number one. Both had 74 plays. Number one, of course, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kendrick Lamar, which I don't know how he didn't make your list. But I guess, again, you're not necessarily listening to it while you're working or yeah, something. And I think this is the only other part. It's like my time to listen to music is very programmatic, I would say. So like in the morning, if John and I are driving to work, it's usually John's choice of music. Mm. Then I get to work and I'm in meetings all day. So I have no music. <laughs> then when I'm walking home, that's usually like, I'll put on like a more pumped playlist yeah. to keep walking. And then when we come home, we listen together to an album. Yeah. So it's like very few and far between that I choose to listen to an album that you're not part of. That's fair. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. No, it was, I love, I love reading these lists and mm -hmm. seeing like how much we've listened to stuff. So, I mean, I think that's probably all we need to really talk about from that. But uh, is there anything else you want to get to today? No, I guess what is um, some adventures coming up? So uh, uh, you're traveling this week. Yes. So I'm back on Air Canada. So we'll see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Listen to like two episodes ago, your experience there. Mm -hmm. uh, I am seeing my favorite comedian, Mark Normand, in concert on Wednesday at the nice. Danforth Music Hall, which will be fun. And then next Saturday, we're celebrating your birthday with, ba, ba, ba. Your, 
with your very first actual birthday party in, in three, three years. years. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're trying it again. Hopefully, Ontario won't go into a lockdown. I don't think it will. Yeah. Um, but we're trying again for a birthday. Yeah, so we're doing that. We'll tell everyone how that goes. Mm-hmm. But I'm very, very excited. We got to finalize your menu for that. Yeah. And then after that, we got um, your actual birthday. We got Christmas coming up. So mm-hmm. a lot of fun things. We only have three episodes left. So mm-hmm. next week will probably be about your birth, or yeah, probably be about your birthday party, which mm-hmm. will be exciting. So uh, is there anything else to tease? I guess I don't think so. Only three episodes left, and then I know we say it, but we won't take as long of a break in between seasons. <laughs> so don't jinx it, jinxy cat. So I feel like we also discovered a brand new band this week that you've fallen in love with. And um, I just randomly one night, I was going to bed and I was watching Jimmy Kimmel Live. And the musical guest was this band called The Sacred the Sacred Souls, I believe, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I've never heard of them. And just on a whim, I was like, let me just look them up. And I listened to them I'm like, oh, they're pretty good. I'm like, I bet you'll like it because it sounds a lot like Raphael Sadiq. Mm-hmm. It's, and I'm like, are these guys like from 20 years ago? But they're a brand new band. And then we listened to it, I think, when we were making dinner the other night, because we couldn't figure out anything to listen to. I'm like, oh, play the Sacred Souls. And you're like, huh? And you fell in love with them. I feel like that's all you've been listening to for like the last five days. Totally. So they're basically like a retro soul funk, I would say, band from, they're out of California. Okay. Um, it's like three dudes. And yeah, they, they actually have had a, a fair bit of albums. Right. Out in the last like handful of years, like five to six years. Okay. Um, but this new album, The Sacred Souls, uh, dropped this year, mm-hmm. and I actually love it. To John's point, front to back, um, it's a really good listen. So my favorite song, I would say, on this album, if you want to give it a listen, um, I'm choosing as the band of the week, uh, The Sacred Souls, and the song is we will say "Week for Your Love." Because it sounds like the opening lick to Serial, which was also <laughs> the lick to our closing next time on Live at 605. Back when we used to do that. Yeah. Okay, Week for Your Love. It's also, when you watch Only Murders in the Basement, they have similar music yeah. to Serial, which is kind of cool. So why don't we get into it? This is Week for Your Love by the Sacred Souls. Mm-mm. All the ways to get in contact with our, with our asses, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter.com slash Live at 605. And follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Matt Malenkamp. I'm Val Gomez23. So next, until next time, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Good stuff.
John Mallon and Val Gomez.